Welcome to The Spill Podcast. We know you're obsessed with creating your own success in your own way, and you know you've got more. More to earn, more to experience, more to create, and more to give. And you're right. You just need to know some of the pieces and the moves to make. The conversations are real, honest, funny, and hopefully valuable. Away from the filters, the reels, and having to have the perfect script. We believe in opening the door for the next woman, helping guide you with conversations and exceptional guest speakers, spilling truths, tools, and guidance to help you expand your own expression of success. And knowing that when you do, that's when the good stuff the world needs more of happens. Laughs and explicit language are almost always guaranteed. Let's spill. Uh, let's get into it. So ladies, I am sitting here with a beautiful Victoria across from me. Who You're in New Jersey, right? Yes. Yeah, very cool. And I am, I forgot where I was, but I am in Croatia at the moment. I've been moving a lot, but um, I'm excited for us to have this conversation and obviously bring it to you, those of you who are listening in. Um, And I want to give you a bit of background on Victoria, obviously. Uh, And all of her details are going to be in the show notes because I know you're probably going to want to stalk her when you hear everything that's coming and also everything that's been. Like your journey is awesome. So I'm excited to dive into it. But ladies, uh, Victoria is a multi-passionate and multifaceted entrepreneur with a focus on helping women unleash their confidence and step into their 2.0 selves. What started as social media hobby with fashion blogging in 2015 has turned into a highly successful career in online entrepreneurship, which has been her full-time career since 2018. And honestly, that is a feat in itself. The noisiness, the craziness, the change of social media, the fact that you have made it. And I know we're going to talk about what it took and what it looked like. So I'm very keen for that. Victoria is a confidence coach and she's the host of For The Girls podcast. So go check out that podcast. Founder and CEO of Vision, the label, a newly launching feminine clothing and lingerie brand. And really her work helps women build their self-esteem, embrace their purpose and get everything they want out of life, which we are all for. She's known for telling it like it is, keeping it real and pushing you out of your comfort zone to raise the bar. So you know why I have her on the call right now. (laughs) That's exactly what we're about. So welcome, Victoria. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I am doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now I do know like she is doing well, ladies, but she's also fighting off some sort of bug. So (laughs) like, you know what, maybe it's sometimes like when you drink alcohol, even better stuff comes out because you're a little bit delirious. Like you're a little bit like, oh my God, my brain, you know, my brain's not catching up with my mouth. And that is so so funny. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I mean, I'm fine. I'm alive and well, and that's all that I've fought through worse. Believe me. Absolutely. No, we're going to get into some good stuff. So before we dive into the juicy journey and all the stuff that you want to help these ladies just like really get and fire them up with, I'm going to ask you, we call it rapid fire, just so they can get to know Victoria a little bit better, a little bit quicker. Okay. So first question for you, first thing that comes to your mind, describe yourself in three words. Ooh, okay. I am honest, like honest to a fault, like very honest. Um, I'm generous in not just giving tangible gifts. Yes, I do love to give gifts, but I'm generous in even just how much free like content and value that I put out there. I love to share. Um, And I would say I'm funny, like humor is a big part of, of my personality. I have very dry humor though. So you either get it or you don't, but for the people who get it, they're like, you're the funniest person I've ever met. But yeah, I'm a little like sarcastic, a little dry. Uh, So yeah, I would, I would say those. They're three of my favorite things. And most of our audience, Victoria, is Australian, New Zealand. So that dry, sarcastic, take the piss humor, it's going to land. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I get it from my dad my dad is that way too and sometimes he says things that we're if we're like out around people and my mom is just like are you like can you not right now like save that and I'll be the one like laughing so I'm like yeah that's that's good <laughs> I always I always love that relationship combo when you see the usually the wife get really uncomfortable with the behavior <laughs> Or the words that come out of a husband's mouth. <laughs> I think it's yeah, really- she's like, oh my God, you can't take him anywhere. 
<laughs> okay, next question. What is the best compliment you've ever received? Ooh, it's usually about my energy. When people tell me just that they love my energy or that I have the best energy and because energy radiates and like anytime someone has bad energy, there's, I don't care how nice they could be or whatever. I'll never be around them again. So energy is like the most important thing I would say. And I love when I get that compliment. Yeah. Super cool. What's the best piece of advice you've been given? No, just, I was going to put a timeline on it like the last year, but what's just the best piece of advice that you believe you've been given? Oh, oh my, wow. So the best piece of advice, this is a tough one. Hmm. So this is this, I don't, I, I'm not sure if this is the best. However, this is one that very much stands out to me because it recently just clicked with some like coaching I was doing for my clients. Obviously I, I always credit things that I get from somebody else, but John Maxwell says this, um, when you, if you do what you've always done, you get what you've always got. That's one part. And then the other part to it is you don't do the do until you do the did. And so what those two things mean, one is like, you make the same choices, you get the same outcomes, obviously. So don't question why you're not seeing results. If you haven't made like the proper changes, that's number one. But number two, um, you don't do the do until you get to do the did is like, this, this comes up a lot when people compare and they're like, well, I want to have what she has, or I want, I like that. And it's like, you can't do what I'm doing right now because you have not done what I've did for the past seven years, Mm -hmm. you know? So you don't just get to do the do until you do the did. And those two things, they really come up for me because they just, they embody so much of what, what I, who I am and what I do business-wise I think when it comes to personal stuff, I'm, I never take advice from people. <laughs> so I can't think of anything like too personal or like dating or relationship wise, because I often never like people's advice, but when it does come to business, there's just so many phenomenal speakers and people out there. And John Maxwell, he's, you know, he's a much older guy. I'm a 27 year old girl. I think he's like 80, maybe, maybe 79. Like he's an older man, but you know, he's very wise. So yeah, he's those two things are sticking out to me. Yeah, they. I love those. Okay, here's a fun one. If life is a game, what is the number one rule? Oh, if life is a game, what is the number one rule? Confidence is a byproduct of action. Oh, that is that's, that's my favorite. I mean, goes back to similar to what I just mentioned with him. You don't do the do until you get until you do the did. Confidence is byproduct of action. Um, simply means you don't get confident and then take action. You have to take messy action first. You have to be willing to fail. I have failed more times than I would like to admit. I still fail now. You never stop failing. And failure and success is not like, they're not two different roads. It's one road and it's not linear. It's a messy, bumpy up and down road. So, you know, the most confident people are the people who have failed more times because they're more willing to fail. Mm-hmm. And when people are like, I wish I had your confidence, I'm like, you wouldn't last a day in the humiliation I've also gone through. So, you know, you got to be willing to do that a few times. And then you're, then you build up that resilience around it confidence. Is, oh, it is so true. And it's a message that needs to be shared over and over even more now, because we're usually just, we're seeing the shine. We're seeing the show. We're seeing like the result of versus what actually went into place and got taken. I always say it's the biggest paradox, like success and failure, because it's the more you're failing or willing to failure, the more success you're going to have. It's like they, they do go together. So I love that. Yeah. Um, what are you listening to or reading right now? Ooh, well, I am waiting for my new Colleen Hoover book to come in because if, I, if all the Colleen Hoover reader girlies are listening, then it ends with us is like her most famous book. And they, she just came out with like a prequel called it starts with us. And I'm like a, a romance. That's like what I read. I've done all the personal development reading that one can possibly do. And I've like self-help booked myself out. Like I'm like, <laughs> I can't. So I'm like very much into the Colleen Hoover types of the world. And I'm waiting for it starts with us to come in the mail but otherwise, because I'm not really actively reading anything else at the moment, what I'm 
listening to right now for the most part is podcasts that are like the combination of like motivational and helpful but also like tangible so I'm trying to think of which one specifically comes to my mind like of course I love like the skinny confidential because they're like helpful in like the mindset way but they give tangibles so I feel like that's the main one that's coming to me um I love uh I just had her on my podcast her her podcast is called Victoria's Thoughts I don't know if you would have ever been familiar with her Um, so I had her as a guest on mine and again, she like does like the help and the mindset stuff, but she's super tangible. And that's like, so I would say like skinny confidential and Victoria's thoughts are probably the podcast that I'm most actively keeping up with. Yeah. Awesome. And you know what, just side note to that ladies, I, um, I think it was Tim Ferriss who I got this from. Because I'm the same as you. It's like, if I'm going to spend my time in something, I'm going to read like, it's like personal development and business. And it's like 15 yeah. I've done that. And my mind just always goes there. It's what my, I'm most interested in. But he did say, he's like, when you are going to bed, read, like, do not make it business, make it fiction. Yeah. Storytelling, like give your brain a chance to rest yeah. and recover, just like our body needs a chance. Like when we work out, it needs recovery to get the full result of it. And our brain is the same. It needs that like switch me off. Stop mm-hmm. making me think about this. I'm not going to be able to go to work continually. I'm a big advocate for reading fiction because I love to read. I've always loved to read. Um, and it just takes you out of one, it takes you out of reality because yeah. I can't, I can't even think about how many times that I've read like these, you know, help books or motivational books that I'm just like, why is on my free time? Am I still thinking about work? Like I need to just chill out. So that's number one, but number two, I find that it makes you more intelligent. Like even just coming across words that I've never used before or heard before. And I know I mentioned Colleen Hoover, which is like a very light read, but there's so many amazing fiction authors out there. And I mentioned her more specifically because of the book that's like on in in the mail right now. Um, And yeah, it's like, they're like deep, but lighthearted in a way. So they're easy to get through. I'll finish her books in a weekend. And I'm just like this, it feels good, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. We, we need to write that one down. Go tap into some of her books. Which is- yeah. Colleen Hoover. So you read, it ends with us first. And now the prequel is it starts with us. With us. Love it. Okay. Awesome. Well, like, <laughs> let's get into this because I, I want to know more about this whole journey with like what it actually takes to build a brand. Like, I think it's such a, it gets spoken about a lot. A lot of women, men, all of us have huge questions about this. Like, what does that actually take? What do you have to do? All of these things that are out of our control, everyone's worried about the next algorithm. Everyone's like, do you show your face? Do you not? Like there's so many things, right? It's a big, big question, but I want to know your story. I want to know like, where did this start Mm -hmm. and what has it taken to actually build this brand where you are now one of the very small percentage of people that is actually hired for what you do online, mm-hmm. that you actually make your income from this. You, you've turned it into actually being one of the successful ones. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, you know, acknowledgement and recognition because it, it it's a lot of hard work to be, you know, someone who a brand would want to invest their money into and to use for marketing. And it just goes to show how, much like times are changing and how much, um, you know, social media changes. I mean, think about it. I started this in 2015. It was like the blog era. And now people can't even look at a photo, let alone read a blog post there. They want 30 second TikTok videos. Like the attention span of people is changing. He's less um, the interest, yeah, the interest is changing. Mm-hmm. And even, even like modeling in a way, I'm not a model, but even like the idea of like modeling and marketing and advertising, like we went from magazines and things of that nature to influencers. You know, why would people spend thousands of dollars on a commercial when their target audience is right on Instagram. So then they spend the money on influencers. So before I even get into my journey, it just let that be the preface is that so much has changed and I grow with the growth. You know, I, that's another good piece of advice to go back to the first one. Um, 
my talent agent actually is the one who said that to me, you have to grow with the growth. So like, don't be resistant. Like if new apps are coming out, go to them. If new things are happening, do it because then you're just going to be like, apps aren't going to go away. You're going to be the one to fall behind. So, um, and I, I was very resistant when, with TikTok and that's not to say that it's a regret, but it's definitely a lesson learned for me because I didn't start TikTok until this year in 2022. And TikTok has grown my audience by landslide. And I'm like, wow, I was so resistant to when it really became popular in 2020 during like the whole pandemic and 2020 and 2021, like I just refused to get on it. And then of course, 2022, I'm two years, even three years behind. And, you know, anyway, I'll let me, That's let me so get into cool, it. Like, I digress. <laughs> so, so just- anyway, yeah, I started in 2015 with a blog called in fashion we trust. And last night I actually was going down memory lane because there it's still an Instagram. It's just in fashion. We trust. I think there's like two T's at the end and it's, you know, 2015 it's me in college with quite tragic style, but it was still so true to me. Like you see the things that I was like wearing to class, like my photos are in my dorm room and I'm wearing like an open top with like lace bras hanging out. And I'm wearing like fishnets and stockings and boots. And like, I've just always loved lace and lingerie and just like very feminine styles and which it was a huge foreshadow to my current career, which I'll, you know, explain and get into. And I know you briefly mentioned it. So 2015, I started with In Fashion We Trust on Instagram and I started my blog, In Fashion We Trust, while being in college. I was obviously broke. I, you know, we were on like work study jobs at school. So you're only allowed to make, you're only allowed to work 10 hours a week. So I was making what, like $80 a week and any dollar I made, I would just reinvest into buying clothes and then I would shoot the clothes and then I would probably return almost all of them because. I couldn't afford to keep them. And, you know, and I would eat, I would only eat the food from the dining hall at school because it was included in our tuition. You know, like I couldn't spend money on food. I just went with my, you know, dining hall card. And anyway, um, or I would borrow clothes from my friends. You know, a lot of my friends were my size. So I would shoot pictures in their clothes and whatever. And that went on until then I graduated and I got a full-time job in fashion PR in the city. And I would spend my lunch break shooting, taking pictures, and I was switching clothes with my coworkers at work. Like I literally would go to work in a cute outfit that I wanted to take pictures in and I would eat throughout the day so that I wasn't hungry on my lunch break. So I could spend my lunch break taking photos in my outfit and then have my photographer, my photographer, my coworker who took pictures of me, have my picture swap outfits. Yeah. My photographer, literally, yeah, Yeah, Yeah. literally my photographer was my coworker and I would have my coworker switch her outfit with me. So then I would take pictures in her outfit. So I would have two outfit shots in one day. And then I would spend my weekends with my mom. We'd go into the city and not only was we're, one of us was wheeling a, a, a packed out suitcase, like a maxed out suitcase with like 10 different outfits. And then the other one was carrying a tent. So I would walk around the city with a pop-up tent and wherever I wanted to shoot, if I wanted to shoot right in the middle of I don't know, the meatpacking district, the flat iron district, no matter where I was, we'd pop open the tent right there on the sidewalk. I'd go in, my mom would hold it closed and I would change right in the tent on the street. To take the really- <laughs> and, you know, I mean, this is how I invest in my weekends. And this is what I did with what I what with what someone would, would consider their free time. I'm like free time. No way. I have no, no free time. I need to work on my blog. And I was just super sure that I was going to make it on social media. I just knew. And, you know, this was the era of just Instagram photos. You know, there was no reels, there was no lives, there was no, no video there. There was no TikTok. Like it was Instagram photo. And if you wanted to get more out there, you had to have a blog so that you could upload long typing things or video content and things like that. If you wanted to link anything, you couldn't link anything on Instagram that didn't exist. So, you know, that's where the blogging came into play. And then fast forward by 2018, my following started growing. I actually 
um, was able to quit my full-time job. And I was taking on social media as a full-time career, which is crazy. And I was working all hours of the day. I was working on the weekends and I always knew that I eventually wanted to start my own brand and do my own thing. And so over the years, I was really making sure to brand myself, doing all the tons of free content that I put could have possibly done and taking gifting or just simply buying the clothes for myself, like whatever I could do to get the content out there and showcase my brand. That's what I was going to do. So I put everything into that. And I did go through a couple of managers at the time. I eventually got signed by my current manager in 2020. And that, you know, it changed my life, of course. And uh, then in 2021 is when I started for the girls podcast, because over time, you know, Instagram did come out with the reels and did come out with the story. So I was able to share more of my personality behind the style, you know, and my personality is all about confidence and business and mindset and personal development and really giving like people that sort of tough love as they call it, or keeping it real, like you said. And once, you know, I really realized I could make something bigger with this and help people on a larger scale. That's when I started for the girls. So I started that in 2021, which for a year was another unpaid hobby because it's very hard to make money on a podcast. Now this year, I'm very lucky that I was, you know, signed to a hosting platform that I'm able to actually make money doing, you know, host read ads and programmatic ads and it's another thing that again, now I'm like, okay, great. Now I have this as an actual job, but all that free work paid off. You know, when people are like, we want longer episodes or we want more episodes. I'm like, guys, I'm putting in full-time hours for a free hobby right now. Like, let me do what I can do, you know? So yeah, that again, that was, that went for a whole year without making money the same way that for you know, social for Instagram, I did that for three years without making yeah. money. I didn't make money till 2018. I was going to say, let's talk about like, okay, first thing, what's your mom's name? My mom's name is Jeannie. Jeannie, shout out to Jeannie. <laughs> Going around the streets, popping up the tens. So first of all, she's a big part of this process. But <laughs> the other thing, let's talk about that. Because the things that I'm getting from you that, that I'm even taking on, I'm like, far out, that is so true. Mm-hmm. If we can understand these nearly like principles, nearly ways of, of how things mm-hmm. actually work, you mm-hmm. really, you stacked your time. Like yeah. when you said, you know, you ate throughout the day. So the lunch break didn't get taken up by doing something that wasn't going to produce. Yeah, it was a free job. hour. <laughs> yeah. It was like, no, well, I can do that in this time, right? Yeah. So that in this time, it's not eaten up by activities that don't lead me towards the goal, the vision, the result. Like that's, mm-hmm. you know, whether we call stacking it, it, there's something around that, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing from you as well, which I love is you were so clear on the vision already. Yeah. Like you knew you were going to make it on social media, yeah. but you also knew that you wanted to launch your own brand in yeah. five, seven, 10 years. Yeah. Did that help you? with making the decisions did that help you go well I know where to spend my time I know what to say no to and not do you get it right all the time but it helps lead your decisions and where you kind of you know leak less energy leak less time um you know it makes it worth the investment of you're not missing out on the weekend it's like there's the vision so I need to choose which one's going to get me closer to it is it you know partying for two days straight or is it going out and making these shoots Mm -hmm. happen So just having that vision that helps lead your decisions. A hundred percent. And that's why I say like, I was investing my weekends. I wasn't sacrificing my weekends. I didn't find that skipping partying was making a sacrifice because skipping partying, what was I, what was I missing out on? What was I losing? I had nothing to lose there. What I would be losing would be if I sacrificed the time on my business. So instead I invested my time into the business so I can gain the things that I need to gain. And, you know, and and I just, I did anything that I could. And that's why, like I said, like through starting Instagram and through starting the blog and through starting for the girls podcast, I was willing to work for free because it's all an investment and it's all about the value that you could provide to people, the impact that you can make on people. Because if you're not like 
serving people and helping people, they will not come back for more. So that's why it is hard to grow if you're only doing fashion. I mean, listen, if you have the best style and the best charisma ever, then yeah, you can, you can grow a following, but it, my growth really came from being able to like mentor and coach people and post like the true value through like my Instagram stories and talk and use my voice. Because I mean, like I, I I looked back on these photos of myself in 2015, 2016, and even 2017. And yeah, people thought that they were stylish, but I'm like, I look at them now and I'm like, they were kind of ugly outfits. And so I'm like, no, you're not going to build an empire on ugly outfits. Like, you know, so it's just, yeah, yeah, you got to It's really about the way that you can help people. And that's, I've always known that. And I've always made it my mission to, you know, help people build confidence, help people take the next step, help people feel, you know, bold enough to get out of their comfort zone and take action. And so that is how I really built my, my hobbies into careers, because yeah. you don't just make a career from showing up on Instagram and saying, okay, I'm ready to make money. Now you need to have a game plan. You need to have a vision. Like you said. Absolutely. For you, like what in those times where it was, you know, as you said, you were broke and still going out and making it happen. Mm -hmm. You didn't get paid or an offer for three years. You did the free stuff for as long as it needed to be done. What Mm -hmm. kept your mindset just just in drive, like what kept it going? I guess your belief as well. What kept your belief there? What did you tap into? Um, I would say, so let me, let me also give one bit of context as well, because I think that this is important. So when I was making my free content, which I still do, obviously, because we still, you know, not every post is a brand deal, right? So when I was really though hustling on like pictures every single day, styling outfits every single day, putting out that high quality content, which I knew would happen, and I'll get into the mindset of how I knew it would happen, but putting out that free content landed me two amazing business partners pretty much in my life. And they both found me through that. So how I said I got signed in 2020 to my agent, Samantha, she manages my brand deals. Um, She found me from the explore page, from just my pictures coming up for her. We didn't have any mutual connections. This wasn't like, oh, well, you have the resources. No, I just was posting pictures in my apartments, like re re, you know, taking the same few pieces and restyling them, like just doing whatever I had to do to get a picture up every single day. And so I randomly one day got an email from Samantha being like, I love your content. I love your aesthetic. It's so cute. Let's hop on a call. I'm in like a relatively new agent and I'm looking to sign some people. And Samantha was uh, Zinc Talent is, is the name of her agency. It was really small at the time. I don't know how many people she had, but maybe like certainly less than, than 10. And I was certainly one of her first few clients. And so at first, one of her first few talent clients. And so from that phone call that we did, bam, signed. And I've been working with her now for two years. Now, another thing, which I didn't get into explaining yet, but I launched Vixen, which I, I know in the beginning, you didn't fully say Vixen, which is fine because no, no one said vision, didn't I? Yes, because nobody, <laughs> nobody knows that it, no one understands it. So let me also say Vixen, which Here's I launched. Ladies, check in on your know, words, pronunciation. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Everyone does it. Um, They're like, they're like, how do I say it? I'm like, so it's, it's Vixen, like V-I-X-E-N, except it's me, Victoria, V-I-C. S-E-N. So it's literally putting Victoria and sensuality together and making it Vixen because a Vixen with an X is a sensual woman. So I'm like, wait, if I put my name with sensual, there you go. That's Vixen. So anyway, Vixen, um, uh, how I the whole long story short with that was I was posting a lot of lingerie photos and just a lot of beautiful lace and, um, you know, again, good quality content. And what do you know, one day I get a DM on Instagram from a girl my age, her name is Abby, and she's a creative agent, uh, she's the creative director of a creative agency called Tony Agency in Miami, Florida, which is where I was living at the time. 
And she's like, Hey, like, I love your content. I love your aesthetic, like totally on brand. I would love to give you a complimentary shoot, even just a personal shoot. Like, let's talk, let's get lunch and let's just meet up about your goals and, you know, the type of content that you put out there. And so I'm like, yeah, sure. Like let's whatever. So we met up, we got pizza and at that meeting, I'm telling her, yeah, well, I do love like the lace and the lingerie. And I think like, I would love to have like a lingerie brand. And she's the one who's like, cause she, like I said, she owns a creative agency. So she's the most creative person I know. She's the one who said, what about Vixen? And gave the whole spiel, like I just gave to you. And literally this is a complete stranger. And she gave me so many creative ideas in that moment right there. I mean, but it was, this was a, a lunch with the stranger that we were just going to shoot some pictures together. And it turned into by that night, I, you know, called my accountant and open Vixen as a corporation. And from then on, Abby and I were working on Vixen together. And that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't branding myself, if I wasn't putting out high quality content. So I, from day one, I saw my Instagram almost like a resume or a cover letter or a portfolio so that when people like a talent agent like Samantha or a photographer and creative director like Abby came across me, they wanted to work with me. And that's how I landed two people who make me money, who are now my really good friends, who I work with every day, talk to from literally putting out that free content. So I know that was a long-winded thing, but I want that to, to give you the, 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 that precedes the mindset because even if someone has a shit mindset when it comes to positive energy and things like that, you should still say, well, you never know who will come across my stuff. Right. And for me, I was never willing to skip a day because your Instagram or your social media is think about this. There are millions of social media accounts, right? Just like there are tons of nail salons on the street or tons of pizzerias on the street. So if there's two nail salons within, you know, a mile of each other, which is usually the case, um, and one has the lights off and one has the lights on and an open sign on the window, everyone's going to go to that nail salon. Same as a pizzeria. If the lights are off or, you know, if the other one has the best dough and they have the lights on and it says we're open, people are going to go to that pizzeria. So People could come across your Instagram, but if your content sucks, if you're not posting every day, you know, you're going to show that you're closed. You're not open for business. These women saw me as someone who was working really hard and simply someone who was open for business. So that's why they reached out to do business. And as far as the mindset goes, you know, I, as you said, you know, I, I am a confidence coach, so I might have more of the confidence than, than most people, but I genuinely believe that everything that I want is possible for me because I wouldn't want it if it wasn't like, I don't want to be the president, right? I don't want to be a billionaire. Like I don't, that's not like my thing. Like I want to be a business owner. So why can't I be a business owner? I want to be a content creator. So why can't I be a content creator? Like anything that I want is within in reach and it's possible for me. I'm not someone who says I'm going to make the biggest goals in the world and be unrealistic. I'm realistic with the things that I want and I shoot high, but I'm willing to work hard for it. Most people shoot high. They are not willing to work that hard for it. And then they miss their goals and then they get discouraged. And then, you know, even down to just, sorry, I'm rambling, but even down to just, um, you know, your vision boards, like people make their vision boards every year and they'll put their five-year plan on their vision board. Like my vision board at the end of 2021 into now this year, 2022, I put Vixen on the vision board. I knew Vixen was launching this year. So all I did was put Vixen on it knowing, okay, this is actually happening. I put, you know, my podcast getting a million downloads on my vision board. I'm at half a million, you know, downloads. So maybe I'm not going to get another half a million in four months, but you never know. It's realistic goals that I'm putting on there. I'm not saying I want Vixen to be the uh, number one lingerie brand in the world, right? Like, so, you know, I put things out there that I know I'm capable of. And I just believe in my ability. I don't question if these things are for me. I know that they're for me because if they weren't, if they were impossible, then I would have never had the vision. I have the vision because it's possible. That's super cool. And even with that, like you've made a couple of great points because I think um, we can get tied, I won't say we, but some people can get tied up in 
thinking it, Mm -hmm. there's all of this, you know, just the mindset, just imagine it, just think about it, you know, manifest all of this stuff. But everything that becomes out of whack is you're not actually being a match for it in how you're Mm. showing up, how you're speaking. Are you being heard? Are you being seen? Are you being found? Mm. And I I find that often. I mean, I've noticed that in my own journey as well is that is I'm like, oh, there's there's a lot that I know I can give. And at moments, it's just like, why am I being so silent? Mm. And I think a lot of women listening into this might be thinking that as well. It's like, I know I need to be seen. I know I can be found. I know I can, you know, help more people. But like you said, if if you are not speaking, if you are not being seen, if you are not doing the actions that open your door to the business, turn the lights on, so to speak, how will anyone find you? And that's the thing is being a match for what you want. Even like you said, you all the stuff you did for three years, you just jam-packed it for free, for free, for free. Mm-hmm. But that's the shit that is a match for the people mm-hmm. and the opportunities and the things that ended up coming into your world. And we don't know the timeline. I'll just say that we do not know the lag time between what gets put in now and actually how long it can come back. Sometimes it can be instant stuff. Sometimes it can be three years. It can be five years. And and I think so often we're measuring our success on this um, so out of whack expectation of, you know, even what it really takes right? Which is not just starting a page and hoping or creating a vision board. It like takes showing up every single day until, right? And and you, sorry, I was going to say, and you know, it's all about how passionate you are too, Mm -hmm. because I, passion precedes everything. And like, if you are lacking passion in what you do, then it's going to show that you are just showing up just to get something out there, you're going to just half-ass it. And, you know, I, I, my journey is a long one and obviously I didn't go all the way through to the end till today. But what I will say about like from today to then is that like, yeah, I posted outfit photos every single day, but keep in mind, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I was very passionate about doing it. This Mm -hmm. year is when I really took on confidence coaching full-time and I don't post, you know, that much fashion related content in that way. Obviously you, you're going to see me post fashion because I'm launching a brand, but that's a business, right? That's my business. But as far as like just styling tons of outfits and shooting tons of outfits, I don't. And so when I did a and a the other day, someone was like, I miss your outfit posts. Like, why don't you post them anymore? And I said, listen, it's not that I like, I'm not grateful for that journey. Like, of course, that's that made me who I am. But I I will honestly say I'm not passionate about, about shooting that content anymore. Like the confidence coaching is what I am the most passionate about now. And it's not to say like, wait, how the heck did you go from fashion to confidence? Like to me, my comp- my outfits always exuded confidence. And so people would always even say to me, I would never be confident enough to wear that. You know, when I would wear my fishnet stockings, like, and certain things and tiny little lace bras and whatever, people were always like, oh, I didn't, I would never feel confident wearing that. So like my fashion and my style sense was always a byproduct of confidence. And so the confidence thing just made sense for me. And so now being able to tangibly give people that advice, that's what you're going to see on my page. So you might not see the fashion as much anymore, but just know that I love that I did it. I'm grateful that I did it. But once you lose a passion for something, if I right now said, I have to keep posting content of fashion because that's what got me here. That's what I did. My content would be shit. Like it wouldn't be getting, it wouldn't be high quality. It wouldn't be well thought out. It wouldn't be well invested into like, not only was I doing things for free, as in I didn't make money, but I was, I was spending money. Like I was shooting with the photographer, like when I was shooting with Abby and sometimes the, sh- the shots that we were doing was not brand deals and I had to pay my photographer. So not only am I shooting for free, but I'm spending over a thousand dollars, even just to take the photos because you got to shoot for five hours and it's a $200 minimum and whatever. And like, I was willing to pay that price. So now if I'm just going to go ahead and keep posting outfit photos, I would not be spending a thousand dollars on it because I would be doing it half as hard. 
and it would just show. And so, yeah, I, yeah. What, once you, once you lose passion for something, or if you're just simply not passionate about something, then that's not going to resonate. And your audience is not going to click with that the way that my audience has clicked with everything I've done, because everything I've done at the time I've done it was pure passion, pure Mm -hmm. fire. I was showing up 110%. So that's why, yeah, the, the content changes and social media changes and time changes and you got to grow with the growth. You got to focus on what that, you love. It's also, it's all of that external mm-hmm. stuff changes, but it's also permission for yourself to change as you evolve yeah. as a human, as you evolve yeah. as a woman, as you know, we're not to, to think that, you know, when we're in a world where things are coming and going in a different way, mm-hmm. but the expectation of being in one place, doing one thing, being that same person for 10 to 20 years. Is. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's, it's just that same thing. Yeah, things externally are, but so are we. We have to have permission to evolve and to move yeah. with that with that change as well. Can we, um, I want to help maybe some of the women who are listening in with your expertise in confidence coaching and, and the blocks that you probably come across that are really common. For that woman who's going, I know I've got more to give. I know that I can create more and that there's, you know, whatever it is that she's in, but she's not showing up on social. She's not consistent. Let me say that. There's not consistency in her actions. Is it like, what what are some tips or what are some things that she needs to be asking herself right now? Or what do you just want to lay down for her? I mean, well, the, the, off the bat, it's like, what do I even love about this? And why am I even doing this? Like that is such a big deal because if you want to do it because it looks fun or looks cool, you're in the wrong department, podcasting, Instagram, posting, TikToking, content creation of any type takes a lot of effort. And to this day, I don't understand the people who think I'm crazy or question me when they see me shooting photos or seem like, what do you not understand that this is a real business? Like this is a lot of work. This is not just like girls posting photos on Instagram just for like, so if you're doing it for those surface level reasons, then like you, you got it all wrong. So mm-hmm. what, uh, something I learned a while ago back in 2019 was really the importance of your, your why like your literal W H Y your why. And I I've in business. I always knew about your why that's what they say from the beginning. Oh, you got to know your why you got to know your why. So what I would say my why was, was, um, I do all of this and I want to make all the money that I could possibly make for my future family. And I want to be able to give my kids this amazing life when the time comes, if I'm blessed with children, and I want to be able to do the things that I wasn't able to do growing up. And I've always had this beautiful story about what my why is and just the future I have for myself. One day I'm on the phone with this man who is twice my age. And, um, you know, he was giving me some like, coaching and he asked me what my why was and I told him exactly what I just told you and then it goes silent on the other line and he goes that's it I'm like yeah like yeah like I want like financial freedom and time freedom and I want to do this for my kids and I want to travel the world and he's like that's that's the why he's like that is not impactful I literally remember just I'm on the phone beat red I'm like I didn't understand like why why he was being so like harsh or just like put, shut me down like that. And then he's like, what is your why? Why are you waking up in the morning doing the work that you are doing? You are not putting in this much work at all hours of the day and giving up all of these things so that you can travel the world one day when you're older. Um, he's like, you work so much. You do so much that if if you just want to make enough money to you know help your kids in the future and whatever you can get a job that pays you a lot of money and do that you do not have to work 24/7 for yourself and create all this content and do all of the these things for that you can literally go find a $300,000 job in, you know, marketing or in whatever, in something that you're good at. Why do you do the shit that you do every day? 
And that day I just had my like breakdown and my breakthrough because they are one and the same. And I realized my why, like the literal reason why I do the work that I do is to help women build confidence and to develop self-love. And what I realized was the messages that I'm getting, that is what's fulfilling my why. When girls say, even if they don't spend a dollar on me, even if they've never bought my product, when girls message me saying, you changed my life, I got out of a toxic relationship, or I started the business, or I stood up for myself, or, you know, whatever it is, that is why I do what I do. And it didn't hit, like, I loved those messages, but it didn't hit me that that's what actually fueled me. And that's what actually kept me going. And so even though I kept telling myself, yeah, it's about this and that it's not about the money, because if it's about the money, you can make money doing anything. I made more money at times being a waitress than I did being a content creator. And people are like, oh, I don't want to be a waitress. I'm like, well, Sometimes I went home with $500 in cash and sometimes through a whole week of content creating, I didn't make a single dollar. So mm -hmm. if it's about the money, then I might as well go back to being a server. And, you know, my point is, is that like your why should make you cry. Your why should make other people cry. When girls come to me that they listen to my podcast episode and broke down in tears and they're like, but don't take it that way. Like it changed my whole trajectory of my life. It changed my whole mindset. I'm like, yes, this is why I'm doing it. This is why I'm consistent. This is why I wake up in the morning and do this work. This is why I show up the way I show up. And you know, even down to you find me, you wouldn't have reached out to me if I wasn't putting out that that much value, you wouldn't have even found me if I wasn't doing that. So the value that I'm putting out every day, there's no way that I would be able to forget when girls are like, Oh, I'm inconsistent, because I forget to post. I'm like, how do you you must not have a why because you would never forget to fulfill your why your why needs to be literally the reason why you wake up in the morning and do what you do. So if your why isn't strong enough, then you might as well just go get a nine to five job and call it a day and you'll make money doing that. Be done. So that's done. that. Yeah. Because it, it's not going to, it's, it's not going to be worth what you will mm -hmm. need to go through. Like mm -hmm. the free stuff, the consistency, the rejection, the down. Mm -hmm. Oh, the rejection. Forget it. If you if you fear rejection, you're going to have a hard time as an entrepreneur, as a content creator. You can't fear rejection. You got to tap into the mindset of I only want what wants me. Whatever's meant for me will be mine. It's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when it's not if I'll have it, it's when I'll have it. And then forget everything else, forget the metrics, forget the likes, forget the followers, forget the comments, just focus on the people you're impacting and the people that you can help, because those are the people that will come back forever. They've been following me since 2015. They're following me to this day. Like ladies, just like rewind 15 seconds, like you can on the podcast and listen to that bit just to get right there, because mm -hmm. I think it's a really just a really important message for women to tap back into because in this world, honestly, I think we are, we're focusing on unimportant distractions. And even when we're, you know, maybe you're listening in and you're sitting down and if you really had an honest conversation with yourself, if you gave your time enough time to, to slow down and ask these questions, most people set goals that sound good to other people. It's like, what mm -hmm. sounds good to society? What right. should I achieve? Why should I achieve it? Well, what, what's going to give me that tick, whatever it might be it's not giving ourselves enough time to understand who are we truly like who mm -hmm. the fuck really am I what, yeah. me, what drives me whatever that is is enough like that is enough and really understanding and and going to work on that and I think you've made such a cool point because if there was a way to win the game of life it is help others get a win mm -hmm. your wins on the way like yeah. every single time and that, and that's the honest truth I've spent, you know, I know I talk a lot about fashion and this and that, but what, there's so much behind the scenes to my work. There's so much mentorship that I give to others. There's so much that I do one-on-one -on -one with others or in group settings and the calls and the speeches and the things that I've done. And, you know, the second that someone tells me that I helped them get a sale or do anything for that matter, I'm like, I can rest. Thank you. <laughs> like this it's is, so worth this it. is it. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's that's the point. It's, it's super cool. I love that. Um, share with us, like what right now, what is exciting you? What's coming up in Victoria's world? 
And what do the ladies need to watch out for? Because I know there's big stuff happening in your space. Yes. So I don't know when this exact episode will be live. Do you know the exact? Ladies, we're dropping it next week. So this will be October the, what's the date right now? I don't even know what the date is. Today is the 6th for me. I don't know. It's dropping next week because of what's about to be said. Okay. Okay. Then there we go. So yeah. So then as this comes out, Vixen will be dropped. Vixen is launching October 10th, uh, 10th as far as in um, Eastern Standard Time in the States. I know that you're like a whole day. I think you're ahead of me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So not the 10th for you guys, because that'll be the ninth for me. So the 10th for me, Vixen will be dropping. Um, and that's, yeah, that is like my, that's, you know, been a very long work in progress. How I mentioned that, that, that pizza meeting with Abby, where, you know, we started brainstorming that was February of 2021. It is October of 2022. So Please support it because it's been a long work in progress. And it was amazing nicely. on that yeah. vision board. Like yeah. this is it. So yeah, so Vixen is dropping, um, but I still am also, of course, every Monday I come out with a new episode of For the Girls podcast, which you could find basically anywhere. I do also do my one-on-one confidence coaching. I would like for the next year, like I would like for January to start doing group courses and do something like that because I want to really have like a community of girls who can do this together with like accountability buddies and show up like that so that's something that's like semi in the works while also Vixen is in the works so there's just like a lot there but I do offer one-on-one confidence coaching and I even offer one-on-one business coaching but only for people who have a business so that's one thing to note because if you're someone who's like I want a business but I don't even know where to start then my coaching is not for you because I don't I can't help you launch a business or create a business but I do help women you know take more action to build their audience and to get more sales and things of that sort because I've you know been in the game for quite a while so that's pretty much everything that you can really, you know, find from me right now. Amazing. And I'm going to put it in the show notes, but where can the ladies find you right now and go and stalk you? So my Instagram and my TikTok are both my name with a period in between. So it's Victoria dot. And then my last name, A-L-A-R-I-O, Alario. So Victoria dot Alario, Instagram and TikTok for personal. And then Vixen is on Instagram and also has its own website. So Vixen is V-I-C. S-E-N, the label. So Vixen, the label and Vixen, the label.com. And then, yeah, for the girls has a podcast, uh, has an Instagram as well, which is just for the girls dot podcast. Yeah, we need to go tune into that one, ladies. And you know what? I feel like there might be another episode in six months so that we can see the success of Vixen and the journey and what it's been like. And I can't wait to celebrate that. So yeah, firstly, thank you. This has been so cool to chat with you and connect. And there's so much good stuff to come and cannot wait to see it all unravel. And ladies, go follow this woman because she's a world changer. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you shared it with others. Until next time, drink the wine, have a laugh, learn the thing, do the thing, and be the woman you know you are. Make sure to stay connected and let's keep the conversations going. Cheers.